So hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the MotoGP podcast, Last on the Brakes. And as I'm sure you know, wherever you're watching or listening to this, from the title of the episode, <laughs> it's Maya Merigali, the team manager from Monster Energy Yamaha MotoGP with us this week. I'm Fran Wild and Elliot York is back now, back, back in circulation. Yeah. Uh, so, Maya, first very easy question, <laughs> how are you? I had a much better moment. <laughs> <laughs> Is but, it a stressful day? Yeah, it is. I think uh, that's going to be one of the most stressful weekends. Uh, in a way, we lost some pressure that we really had until a couple of races ago. Uh, now, anyway, here is uh, everything or nothing. Uh, there is not much Literally. more. Literally, it's win yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we arrive here. As always, uh, with only one aim here. Uh, you know, in a certain moment, we also thought that we, can, we could play a bit, uh, try to manage, uh, but now there is nothing anymore to manage and uh, we have just to go for the victory. Does that make it, in a sense, a little bit easier coming, knowing you've got to win or else it's over, or are you still Oh, well, how's Fabio feeling as well? Is he just, he seems a bit relaxed from what I've seen of him, but yeah, does it make it easier just knowing that you've got to come here and win, basically? Yeah, as I said, uh, for sure it's a stressful weekend, but we feel less the pressure hmm. uh, because anyway, now let's say that we lost already what we could lose and now we are just focused and uh, we won't try to, to win, and uh, we know that uh, it won't be easy. Valencia has never been a, a good track for us, but uh, I'm keeping as example what happened uh, in Sepang uh, last uh, GP during the Moto2 race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything can happen. It and really can. MotoGP as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe a little bit too soon, and we say this with love, but I think that will become known as Anagura in the future. <laughs> so, towards the drama, unfortunately, for the Japanese rider at the end of that race. But yeah, talking about Sepang, though, for you guys, that must have been the most stressful of the season, <laughs> surely. For us watching, it was very tense. Obviously, being in the middle and not Yamaha. Tense for what's Bastianini going to do? Bagnaia's start everything all at once, and then Fabio with Bezecchi coming, and is he going to hold on to it? How was that from the team perspective? And also the result, because he needed that, and he got exactly what he needed. Hmm, let's uh, start from Saturday. <laughs> Please, because, talk us through yeah, it. <laughs> uh, we did not expect a crash in, uh, in FP4. Then the finger, uh, for sure, uh, some I lost uh, some uh, probably um, determination, uh, probably also he felt some pressure and the qualify didn't really go as uh, we Also hoped. Pecco, eh? it was a uh, bit of yeah. a... Uh, then, you know, for us to start uh, a bit far, uh, it means most of the time the race is gone. I could not expect such a start uh, from uh, Fabio, but then when I realized that uh, Vanyaya had a, an even better start <laughs> than us, I said, no. <laughs> but I think we, yeah, we will uh, push uh, Fabio from our chair 
and uh, we were not, uh, yeah, we were uh, exciting uh, because uh, in a certain moment uh, we saw uh, Bezzecchi that was coming quicker. For a few laps, it's the Jaws music there, yeah. We thought, I mean, I thought that the championship was uh, going to end it up there. Then uh, Fabio has been too able to maintain his pace, pam pam, and uh, slowly, slowly, Bezzecchi lost some uh, uh, some meters by meters and uh, then uh, in a way i also had some hope that uh, some hopes that uh, fabio could even catch bastianini and uh, pecco at the end uh, we finished third um, before the start of the gp the um, aim was uh, to keep the championship open until uh, this weekend and uh, we we did it so we were in a way happy uh, and now let's see what we can do here it's an interesting round i want to go back to the start of or the look at the whole season in general the start was a bit iffy to say the least there was a lot of rumors about fabio potentially leaving yamaha with all the silly season circuits that goes on then it got better he looked like he was going to walk away with the championship at one point and then the second half of the season obviously been a bit more difficult. Mm. What was the first sort of few races like when it wasn't going too well and there was these rumours that Fabio could potentially be leaving? Yeah, um, I will uh, describe uh, our season like a roller coaster yeah. because uh, <laughs> we we had some uh, difficulties at the beginning. I think also uh, in terms of uh, mm, Mentally, uh, we were expecting uh, maybe different uh, package. So we started probably not in the best way because uh, we were a little bit disappointed. Then um, the first two races mm -hmm. did, really didn't go as we expected because uh, at the end the uh, target was to start fast at the beginning of the season. But then uh, in, uh, in Cota, I think uh, Fabio... Um, okay, I want to, to do a, <laughs> st a little step backwards. I think in Cota was, uh, was where Fabio was really doubting what to do, okay. if stays or moving. Um, I think the race he did in Cota probably gave him some confidence. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that uh, anyway, he also... Uh, push has uh, in a way that we had to show him something. Yeah. Because um, I don't really think that he was ready to leave, but he really wanted to push us mm. uh, as much as pressure as possible. And I think uh, the way that we were able to react uh, to uh, make some different organization uh, with, um, among uh, uh, Japan, uh, Italy team. Mm -hmm. So I think this, uh, let's say, new way to think uh, gave him some trust in what we were uh, able to explain because at the end uh, we did not not have any uh, warranty guarantee we we, yeah, yeah. we, we could not uh, <laughs> show him anything for sure yeah uh, he, he just believed uh, in what uh, we told him and what we show him on the paper 
Then uh, we left the Cota, we went to Portimao, we won the race, and for me, in his mind, uh, anyway. That was it. Yeah. 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 The decision was done. We were able to uh, collect points. And uh, until, unfortunately, Assen. Assen uh, is, let's say, the first uh, sign of yeah, yeah. a drop in uh, performance. Uh, I did not expect. Uh, this, uh, let's say, mistake mm -hmm. at the beginning of the, the, the race because, uh, as always, he's shown during the practice a really good uh, pace uh, yeah. in all the circumstances. So <laughs> we were probably too confident. Yeah. And, uh, and then, anyway, it happened. And from that moment, uh, I will say that uh, we together make some. Uh, mm, no mistakes, but anyway, we lost points uh, in... Um, not in Austria. Not in Austria. <laughs> which is a surprising and impressive Yeah, one. but also last year. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, on the paper is not one of our uh, favorite circuit, but, but also with the new chicane, uh, the mm -hmm. really heartbreaking uh, Fabio is um, yeah. a monster. <laughs> <laughs> monster is a good word yeah. for your yeah. team. Yeah, there we go. And uh, <laughs> then... Um, Misano, then we went to uh, where we went overseas. Uh, um, Aragon, anyway, I think has been uh, yeah. unlucky because it was in the wrong place in the wrong yeah, moment. That was pure. You could not do uh, anything. Yeah. Uh, For anyone listening who doesn't agree, you need to watch the angle from Mark <laughs> Marquez's social media posts to see quite how much of just pure bad luck it was. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately. Qualifying that little bit further back, obviously, there's a bit more risk there. Yeah, but the flyaways, yeah, then some good uh, We uh, made a mistake in uh, Thailand, uh, where the pressure of the tyre were not uh, uh, the good one. Um, unfortunately, anyway, everybody had this all the session on the dry and then we race on the wet uh, but uh, we missed something when uh, we calculate the pressure uh, then uh, we went to moteji i'm also uh, struggling to remember moteji. no japan, japan was before, before thailand yeah. uh, it all sort of yeah. blends <laughs> into one doesn't exactly it? yeah well, then also anyway in uh, moteji was difficult yeah. uh, then in, on in my mind uh, the next uh, three races were Philippines not bad for us. Mm -hmm. uh, then there was a punk for me in between uh, uh, Philippines and Valencia, but Valencia anyway for me is the trickiest. The <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. We could not uh, achieve any results in uh, Philip Island, but then anyway we did a, a really decent race in uh, Sepang. And what do you make of Fabio's performance this year? Because obviously, Yamaha in a little bit of a different situation. You had Dovi, who ultimately didn't quite adapt to the bike, and then you had Cal, who was the first rider other than Fabio to give you some constructor <laughs> yep. points as well. You got Darren making that huge leap, always going to be a difficult one. Franco coming back from injury last year, struggling a little bit. What do you make of what Fabio has put together this year? Because from the outside, certainly, it's super impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's really leading the kind of Yamaha program here. Um, I think uh, to be 
uh, where we are now. Still uh, have the possibility to win the championship at the end of the season uh, alone. He did uh, an incredible uh, job. Unfortunately, he could not use any uh, reference data from the others because uh, all the others use his reference uh, data. Uh, and Carl, uh, when uh, he came back uh, replacing Dovi, in a way, he gave us, uh, gave us some uh, help because uh, we could share also some job. Mm -hmm. And uh, this has been very, uh, very good. He's been fast for someone who has retired fast, twice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's <laughs> very quick. <laughs> you know him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very well. No, he's doing uh, very well. Um, doing uh, races, tests. He went to Hereth uh, before yeah. coming here after uh, <laughs> all the overseas uh, races. Uh, he's a really good worker. And his experience, anyway, is uh, touchable. We can uh, we can yeah. touch him. We can uh, see that anyway. His comments are always uh, are always matched uh, by the data uh, most of the times, and uh, this is uh, a big uh, a big help. And um, honestly, if, especially for next year, when uh, we won't have any satellite team. Uh, to do wild cards, uh, it will be very important and it's a matter that we will discuss uh, soon because uh, we saw what we can uh, get mm -hmm. from him and uh, to have a, a third rider at yeah. least in three races, it will For be sure. an help. That's going to be an article on MotoGP.com next week now you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to hear. It sort of blends in well with the whole how difficult has it been to fight against the Ducatis, they've got eight bikes on the oh. grids. Fabio's been fighting them alone for most of the season. Franco made a good step in Sepang. Yep. Um, obviously winner here in 2020. But how difficult has it been for you guys to, to battle against Ducati? Because they've got a super strong force. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, it's difficult because uh, the example I made before, uh, Fabio can't, uh, let's say, use any data mm -hmm. to improve himself. They have uh, a lot of data <laughs> that they can share. Yeah. And uh, most of the time, seven, they have seven riders in the top 10. Yeah. So it's easier for them to improve. Uh, and this is uh, something that uh, we are missing. Fabio is really good because he can uh, take the, the bike to the limit uh, almost the first day. But then uh, let's say that uh, he can be at 90% already Friday after FP2, mm -hmm. but then to gain the last 10% is very difficult, while the others, even though maybe they have a difficult start, but then they are this possibility to share and improve themselves. And uh, most of the time, they make a, a huge step on, on Saturday. And this is a big advantage for them and a disadvantage for us. Do you, do you agree with Davide saying to us last time when we had him on in Sepang, that's not Ducati's problem. People need to stop <laughs> blaming Ducati. <laughs> Obviously, if people no. want their bikes, they will supply them. But I never agree uh, never with what Davide said. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's just listening, that was said with a smile. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well then, I don't know what's the next question. I guess looking ahead to next year then, like you said, Fabio 
has invested in the project again for the future. He's obviously super important for you and you will be for him as well. What are you looking for next year? What are the steps you think you've made already? What do you expect from the Sepang test? And whatever you can tell us or want yeah, to tell um, us. I'm uh, very curious uh, about uh, Tuesday because at the end uh, it will be almost the really first time that we will touch uh, something new for next year. Okay, so we'll we have some stuff on Tuesday before yeah. the big reveal in... And we had a very good test in Misano, where uh, we uh, tested for the first time the 2023, let's say, prototype engine. And uh, yeah, we increased the, stop, the top speed. That uh, that is uh, the main area where always Fabio was looking for. We have to improve uh, top speed, top speed, uh, all the other areas are not so bad. But in general, I do believe that uh, it's not only the engine. Uh, we have to improve. For sure, the engine is the, let's say, the bigger um, area where we have to improve. But also other other area uh, need to what, be improved. What other areas? <laughs> yeah, the, the aerodynamics, uh, um, the grip. At the end, the, if you have a good grip, you can uh, have a better acceleration. Uh, you can exit the corner quicker. There are, as I said, uh, in general, the package is working, but we need to make this step, uh, this uh, package a bit further in general. So you believe there is that margin to improve then? Because we did have a couple of rumours this season about Yamaha changing to a V4 and all of that, but you think there's still margin with the package, the basis of the package you have? Yes, yes, because anyway, what we already touched in Misano give us uh, some confidence uh, because uh, the rider really could feel and uh, I can uh, say that in the past years, we never uh, try um, something so uh, notable. Uh, it has been always a little step, uh, but this time the step has been uh, important. And also, it did not change any character of the engine, it's just uh, from the, the fourth, no? fifth, yeah. and sixth, uh, the rider are feeling that the engine is pushing uh, much more. And also, the first comment that both riders said that it was easier to make uh, quick, fa uh, fast um, lap time. So, so you, like your sure. dream first feedback, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you bring a step no, like that. For sure, the path is uh, is the good one. We've not got long left, but. Just finally, how are you going to treat this weekend from tomorrow? Is it just going to try and focus on being just a normal weekend or is there anything you're going to do differently to try and get a step ahead? Uh, I, I would like to say normal in, in the way that we are approaching. Yeah. But um, if there will be the possibility uh, to try, because we never try uh, different uh, setups usually we always adjust if yeah. here there will be the possibility or the needs or yeah. they found maybe the, during the, the two days they will come up with uh, maybe something different that's uh, i think is the the time to to test yeah. and uh, um, i really hope that uh, also franco will continue mm -hmm. uh, what is starting in sepang because in sepang uh, 
Uh, he did a, a really huge step. He has been uh, quick in all the circumstances, wet in FP1, uh, yeah. even when it was half and half, uh, that is a, a circumstance that usually is not good for us. Mm -hmm. In quali, where usually it was uh, the, the session where he was uh, struggling for the most. And um, he did his best race. Uh, even though he had uh, two long lap yeah. penalty plus the <laughs> final, the penalty, yeah. <laughs> and he he pushed Peko out of Q2, no, I think at the end of FP3, I think it was Franco. Yeah, when he got the penalty because uh, the, the two long lap penalty yeah. uh, mm -hmm. was imposed because uh, he was uh, going slow. Uh, yeah, no, I remember that one, but I think he yeah. was the rider in the t in the end of FP3 who sent Peko and Jack to Q2. <laughs> I think, I think one, he yeah, was turned, so, yeah. sorry, to Q1, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, he was a good uh, yes, teammate yes, yes. For, for that, but <laughs> no, yeah, did, uh, now they, do you, do you expect that to carry forward here? Because it was a shame, he had the long laps, and then it's just like hard to come back from that and make that progress, especially at Sepang with a little bit slower on the straight. In my opinion, um, it has been important for himself. Because hmm. uh, it must be a tough season. Yes, huh? very tough. And um, every time we saw that we were uh, getting better, better and better, and then mm -hmm. yeah. we drop again down. And uh, what he did in Sepang uh, for me was huge compared to the little improvement he did in Austria, in Misano, or in Aragon. But in, Sep in Sepang, uh, for me, he did what uh, he, we know. He is capable of. The and, old Franco, uh, yeah. We show him the old Franco, yeah, yeah. And, and I really hope and believe that uh, here, anyway, he can start as he finished there. Yeah, not with the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it was it was unfortunate timing, wasn't it? There, just to <laughs> add a little insult to injury there. But also, sorry, in this way, uh, for example, Sepang has been the only uh, race where. Uh, uh, Fabio can also evaluate Franco uh, so has, data. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's an important step, isn't it? So I think we're almost out yeah, of time now. No, no, to, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. We would love to I talk start to enjoying. Yeah, <laughs> start you, enjoying <laughs> we just give you a list of Davide statements, and you can say yes or no. <laughs> Keep the meme going into next year. But it was great to talk to you, yeah. and Thank you. great to hear as well. Obviously, we heard from Fabio after the Mazzano test. He sounded super helpful, great news, everything else. Also, to hear you backing that up now, lots of excitement for Tuesday. And for everyone else as well, remember, it's all live on MotoGP.com on Tuesday as well. Thanks very much, Maya. You're now welcome. We'll yeah, pass down I to hope the you are photo. bringing good luck for uh, We'll Sunday. try our best. Yeah, We're we'll neutral, try. but we'll try our best. <laughs> good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you.